It was 40 years ago today, exactly. If you're a Sligo Rover supporter, you will remember or know all about the 24th of April 1983 because on this day, Sligo Rovers won the FAI Cup for the very first time after numerous Cup final losses, defeating Bohemians 2-1 in the final at Dalymount Park and it set up huge celebrations across the county and a memorable homecoming. Jamison lets it slide forward towards Rocky O'Brien, a tackle from Graham Fox. And McDonald is a left back for Harry McLaughlin, who's got a bit of space and he's got two players inside him. The little trip, oh, that's a beautiful goal by McLaughlin. Surely a goal to win a cup final. Now, Jerry Canning of Orgy describing the winning goal from Harry McLaughlin on that day. Some archival footage of the homecoming has emerged. Uh, these are audio tapes of the Radio Sligo coverage of the aftermath of the game and the homecoming of the time. Radio Sligo was a pirate station at the time. Um, but these tapes have become available and uh, we ran it out in full on our final whistle programme with Austin uh, last week. But to mark the occasion of today, we'll hear now from... Uh, some of those behind the Radio Sligo coverage 40 years ago to get a sense of some of the excitement there was back then courtesy of Radio Sligo's Tommy Brennan and Peter Hennessy. Well, John Chatter, how do you feel after this? You know, my, I'm overexcited. I waited to see 1976-77. Now, this is another my desire has been fulfilled. And I waited to see, live to see that day now, you know. Well, John, at half time, did you think uh, maybe that uh, the old bogey was I was still there? sure because we did the same thing with the Coves and we were sure. And that was our day because the luck was turning and the luck paid its dividend today. Well, it took a long time to get her, but I was looking around her, everybody seems to be over the moon. It was worthwhile to wait for that day and we got our day today, you know. And we were all thrilled and I'm overexcited. Well, I think uh, that it makes it doubly great that uh, it was both we beat and we beat them in great style. Yeah, that's right, you know. We beat them in a great style, you know. And it was great, the boys were wonderful and we had a great game. You must be a very happy man at the moment. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a sunk in yet. Like I said before, you know, we win it first and then I'll let it sink in. So, you know, um, <laughs> give it a while anyway. <laughs> well, you're in the history books and as I predicted yesterday, you're going to be a living legend. Uh, at half time, did you feel anywhere worried uh, being one goal down? Both are all the top team to score again. Of course, yeah, we had problems. Crystal Rutherford for a start going off, you know, and then I came on myself and we, it took us a while to sort things out at the back. So, uh, obviously, I was worried, you know, after seeing the goal straight afterwards. But, uh, you know, at half time, we thought, well, what we're going to lose? We might as well go out and have a go at them, you know. Like I said, the last two cup miles we haven't scored, so we've nothing to lose today. So, I think if we proved it, we went out and we had a go and. and Bohemians wilted, you know. Well, have you any major plans for next season, or have you thought about that yet? No, with a look at the draw, we might we might play Manchester United in the Cup Winners' Cup. <laughs> that, that would be really good. All that's, right. that's my dream. That's my dream. So you're a very happy man. I am. Yeah, you know, so the boys will just have a few drinks tonight. We'll celebrate. So and we'll bring the cup home to Sligo tomorrow. And uh... Rovers are home. Unbelievable! It's unbelievable! They're all dancing and jumping all out of this. Really unbelievable. The boys are all in the back of a truck. And it's just, for want of a better word, unbelievable. And they're just passing me now, and the crowd are just going unbelievably mad. They're really dragging the boys, and there he goes. And a big wave from the boys. I see. Martin Savage nearly 
Bravo for Tucker. Tony Stetson's nearly in tears. That's Tony McLaughlin. How you doing, honey? And the crowd are really going mad. Stenson and Harry McLaughlin, the heroes of the day. No problem at all. Unbelievable. I'm getting murdered here. There's a Brian in the middle of it there with his little hat on. It's just unbelievable. I'm stuck up against the car here. <laughs> unbelievable. Sligo's home. Sligo is really home. The Rovers are home. And I told him honestly, Joe, how are you doing? What do you think of the reception tonight? Who won anyway? I, I don't know. Who won? What's all the fuss about? Wasn't it fantastic? Yeah, wasn't it? brilliant. Wasn't Absolutely it? class. And coming from this Ligo, man, it was incredible. Absolutely. Yesterday I was in the, what I call it, in the, um, in the dressing room with your other compatriots, Mr. Uh, John O'Hara? No, no, Mr. Uh, Tommy Rooney. <laughs> Tommy, um, fantastic. Absolutely great. What about one of our policemen here? Eddie McHill, what do you think of reception here? The best I've ever seen. Isn't it? And aren't the crowd really well behaved too, aren't they? Great, they're very good, yeah. The best I've ever seen. Best reception I've ever seen for anything. And from a man from where? Mail. I'm here seven years now. And oh, you're an adopted psycho man like myself. Very near. Very near. Fantastic, isn't it? Yes, Unbelievable. Yes, very good. Thanks for talking to me, Eddie. Well, Dr. Conway, uh, there's a really big crowd here to welcome Sligo Rovers. I'm sure uh, you uh, wish them well before they went away. Did you think they were going to win the cup? Well, I hoped they'd win it, and I went up to uh, shout for them and to clap them and to watch them on. And thanks to the God, I wasn't disappointed. This is terrific news for Sligo, you know? And just look at that crowd out there. Winning this cup final uh, does more for Sligo uh, in its own way than even a mission. There you go. That was the, the late Bishop of Elphin, Dominic Conway. Winning the cup did more for Sligo than a mission. Uh, it was of a time, uh, was it not? And you heard from uh, various people involved in the homecoming there, including the legendary uh, Johnny Chad as well. But of course, the former RT Northwest correspondent Tommy Gorman also compiled a memorable television piece covering that Rovers homecoming, which has since gone down in local folklore. Uh, and Tommy spoke with us about one particular aspect of his report when we interviewed him at the Hawksville Theatre uh, towards the end of last year. The festivities had an early liftoff. By mid-morning, packed pubs in Sligo were showing videos of the match. The banks were doing likewise, and spirits were so high, recession became a redundant word. I'm overwhelmed with the way Sligo Rovers came back in that second half. And I'm belated! This man is overwhelmed today. I know that a father of Tony Fagan. And he's overwhelmed here today. There was a lot of people overwhelmed that day, Tommy, as you well remember. Yeah, I can, I can see it. They, uh, the producer was an Australian called John Blackman. It was for a programme called Ireland's Eye. And I'll never forget those scenes in Cahanis. Yeah. That's Thunder Dunleavy. And Thunder, for a long time afterwards, was known as Overwhelmed. Uh, but one final little part of that uh, Overwhelmed story... Anne Cahaney will confirm this. Yeah. Uh, Anne was, she had a great night that night, you know. I'd say, I'd say that it was slightly later than normal closing time when they finished up. But uh, 
when they were tidying up, they found somebody's dentures. <laughs> yeah. Somebody who was obviously overwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, 40 years ago today, the homecoming. Uh, what a day, Nile, on a rain-soaked Daly, Daly Mount Park. Uh, two of the best goals ever to win a cup final. And someone else's uh, Ocean, just listening to you on about the, the Sligo Rovers homecoming. Uh, Sligo Rovers, Harry McLaughlin, the, uh, who got the goal, the winning goal, he's my uncle. And Harry was a great player for Sligo Rovers. Scored the winning goal that day. Harry should have got more praise for doing that. I don't think Harry got enough praise for winning the cup for Sligo Rovers. Okay, well, someone else who remembers the occasion well, and in particular the homecoming, is Declan Foley, who's on the line now and was listening to that piece. Good morning to you, Declan. Hi, good morning. And, uh, it was on Sunday night this event happened. Yeah. Um, but, but just to go back to Harry McLaughlin, it was always forecast in Sligo that they would never win a cup until they had a McLaughlin on the on the on the team. That was the forecast, and he was there and he won. But anyway, um, there was an there was an unwritten agreement with everybody in Sligo that there'd be no drinking on the road and no trouble anywhere. So everybody headed back home, and I had hired the McGarrigan's uh, customers in my cars, and we headed back, and we got in there about twenty five to ten. And they weren't able to drink. They were that excited. They were playing the match in the world. So the uh, next thing, it was on on the television upstairs, and they all headed up. And myself and Emma Goldberg were sitting at the bar, and I looked up at the ceiling, and every time the roar would come, the ceiling would start bouncing. <laughs> so I said, and then, I'm not hanging around here. That that could collapse in the office. So we left at about 10 past 10 and locked the door after us. And the next morning, Kathleen rang me at half past ten, and she said, what time did you leave? And I told her, ten past ten, and we pulled the door. And she said, the guards came in, they got into the side gate at twenty past ten, and took everybody's name. And she said, you know, the warden even drank to the warden, but they still insisted, and, and they also went to visas and got a half a dozen people in visas. So anyway, I told her who to ring, and I said, ring that man and tell him what happened, and he'll, he'll take care of you. So she rang the guy anyway, and... He rang the sergeant in charge at the day and he said, uh, scrap those summonses. And the response came, oh, no, I can't do that. Well, he said, if you don't scrap them within the hour, he said, I have uh, I have details uh, of an, an event, I said, about two months ago, where a, 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 a GEA team won a, 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 a cup. And along with a lot of members of the Garda Shahona, uh, they went to work. Hotel in West Sligo at 11 o'clock that Sunday night, and it was opened up and a meal put on for them. So I said, You can't have one rule for the GA and one for soccer. And I said, it's a memor- He said, It's a memorable night, so you have to do something. And if you don't, he said, He'd send a telex to the um, Garda Commission and Minister for Justice. So <laughs> lo and behold, a half an hour later, the superintendent arrived down at McGarrigs and apologised, and the same with Beasley's. And uh, a few days later, the man was walking down the street and he met a number of the guards and they said, you were, it's a said to him, you were dead right to do what you did. <laughs> OK, so there was a bit, there was a bit of light, light touch regulation so that, that weekend, and understandably so. I, I would have had them into, mm. in all fairness, 40 years, for God's sake. You know, it and the, the, the people weren't able to drink that night. They were so excited, honestly. You know, they, 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 they would have been able to have two or three pints to run. They're only halfway down the first pint 
after half an hour, you know, and that's, you know, you can't, what is it, for God's sake, 20 minutes over time, and, you know, just one night, and you don't, you know, that's what it is. But thanks for the God, all. It all worked out in the end, and that's the whole thing anyway, you know. Yeah. But it was a great memory of his life. I mean, it lifted the paper. It was fantastic to see it. And I, I left Daily Mount Park about four minutes or five, ten minutes before. I couldn't take the, I couldn't take the tension. <laughs> and it was not even a soccer flare. But uh, I left it and started walking back to the character. So it really was a, a, a very emotional and moving moment. And I knew by the cheer, walking down that road and from the park, and I heard that cheer, and I said, the one, the one. <laughs> I knew by, the, by the, the sound, you know, and it was great. And even in Cork, there was great hammerage ship at that time going up and down to Cork and everything and the whole lot, you know. And I mean, it was great to see the people out on Mirko's Road that night and welcoming everybody home. And like, it's, it's a wonderful occasion. Like a bit like Biden last week in Ballina, you know, and... Uh, honestly, don't we need that every now and again? We need something like that, you yeah. know, to lift, make us uh, realise that we're, we're all we're all neighbours and, and human beings, and that's what it is, yeah. you know. All right, okay. So, yeah.